Hello and good morning, Shelby. How are you doing? Fantastic. How are you? Absolutely fantastic. You got to tell me how you put this book together because this is going to be the conversation piece from this moment forward because the Scarlet Veil takes you into areas that really explore your own personal journey. Right. So um, the Scarlet Veil, it, it, I didn't intend to write the book. Um, I, I had, I know, right. I, I, with the original trilogy after gods and monsters, I didn't think that I would return to the world because I'd had, I had such a difficult time writing gods and monsters. It's the third book and that trilogy. Um, and I wanted to write new stories. I wanted to write new characters. And then as I was the day before gods and monsters published, as I was driving home from my local bookstore, I, it hit me that it was over and I was so upset. Uh, I started crying and I called my friend and I was like, how do I I leave this world and these characters? And she said, well, maybe you don't have to. Um, what do you think about Salie with vampires? And I was like, oh my God, that's it. (laughs) It made total, yeah, it like, it made total sense to me, um, to have vampires in this world, even though we don't see them in the original trilogy, um, because the world already has witches and werewolves and uh mermaids goblins all sorts of paranormal creatures um it made sense to me that vampires would have also existed maybe behind the scenes um they are older and wiser than everyone else so um they could have kept their existence a secret and then with Salie, i was like you're right she does have more story to tell um and the first in serpent and dove she is the antagonist of that book uh, one of the antagonists there are many um and then throughout that series, she really grows as a character. Um, we subvert the mean girl archetype and she becomes a friend to um, to the main characters. She becomes a vital part of that ensemble cast. Um, and she actually helps the main character save the day in Gods and Monsters. Um, yeah, but I wanted to take it further. I wanted to, to really explore her even more in the Scarlet Veil. So the story really came together in pieces, yeah. um, like, all at once and then little by little. <laughs> I'm glad that you were open enough to talk to me about about the, you know, it was difficult to let the series go. And because I asked so many different authors when when they're wrapping things up, was it hard? And they say, yeah, it was time to go. But because, I mean, a lot of a lot of writers that are hidden away in their bedrooms or in their offices are hiding those works because they don't want to let it go because it means it belongs to somebody else. So I love the idea that you have a continuation here and that you fought that beast and you said, look, I'm not done. Let's move forward with it. Right. And I love that you said that you, you give the book to readers because that really is what happens. It's it's like your book while you're writing it. It's your book while you're revising it, um, while you're promoting it. And then today on publication day, suddenly it's not just mine anymore. It's It belongs to everyone else too. And they're going to develop a relationship to the book that's mm-hmm. totally different than mine, which I think is so cool. Did you find yourself in a way of of you know going into a dark place in order to bring the the story together? Because I mean, you're giving me reasons to fear the dark in a different way. Right? No, um, I've always loved vampires, so I have very little fear of the macabre. <laughs> it was actually more um, like self exploratory writing Saley than it was um, you know going into this world where vampires eat people and and such. And there's actually necromancy in the book too. That's not really in the marketing, um, but there's there's like the dead walking, you know, and there's ghosts and there's all this like sort of like otherworldly stuff. None of that stuff ever bothers me <laughs> at all. So, um, I say that I say that I'm a total wimp when it comes to like horror movies, like mm-hmm. true horror. I can't do it because I am a scary cat. But I, I like the the sense of like creeping dread that like vampires 
usually goes hand in hand with. Um, but it was Saley really that was self like that was harder to write. Um, just because she is a very soft character, she's very emotional, very sensitive, and it was hard for me to explore those parts of mm-hmm. her because I feel like we're often conditioned not to be that way. You know, it's like you're too emotional, too sensitive, like it's seen as like a very negative thing. Um, and so to flip that narrative and present it as a positive thing, it was it was fun. It was also challenging. But that's what I love about being a writer and, and talking with other people who put the pen to paper or even put their fingers on a computer uh, uh, board. Because what when it re- when it's released from you, I always sit there and wonder, did it did it even ever belong to you? Was it just moving through you? I, I love that. I that's that's a very, very interesting point. It, it is. It does a lot of times feel that way. Yeah. It's the right story at the right time vehicle for it yeah because i mean it's like i mean it's like where did that come from because i mean there are paragraphs in this book i go what the heck was she doing that day when it became that paragraph it does happen though isn't that so strange like uh it's hard as a writer and i don't think that writers necessarily should separate their lives from the work um and so if i'm feeling a certain way that day like saley's probably gonna feel a certain way that day oh (laughs) and that's just you make it work with the narrative. <laughs> yeah, because with, with Saley, I mean, it's one of those where somebody's going identif- to identify themselves as Saley, and they're going to and they're and they're going to really because we get our own interpretation from the words that you put on a page, and then and then all of a sudden when they hear a conversation with you in in an interview, it's like, oh my god, that gave me a different version of what Saley is. Now I got to go back and reread that part. Right. It's it's true. Um, there are pieces of myself in Saley mm-hmm. for sure that. Uh, both um, intentionally and unintentionally written into her character. Um, so it is interesting. I actually get that a lot of times with um, the heroine of the first of the first series, Lou. People will meet me and be like, oh my God. And I'm like, no, I'm not like Lou at all. And they're like, yes, you are. And I'm like, I am. I feel like I'm more like Saley. So uh, it, it's so much of writing is subconscious, I think. Yeah. So now I've, I've always admitted to people that, that being an on-air personality on the radio, it comes from the writer. So where, what other stages do you use so that that writer is given that energy to be creative? Um, so are you, like refilling my creative well, is that what you're oh, asking? Oh, yeah. We'll go that route. Absolutely. That's exactly what it is because... Yeah, it, it's hard because when you're creative, um, I feel like there is a very finite amount that you can give at, at any given day, depending on, you know, like we talked about, like what's going on in your life. Right. Um, so it is really important to refill that well, um, especially when it becomes your job. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can't just write when, like the when the when it strikes, you know, um, you have to write all the time because you have a deadline. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> I I often refill my well my own personal well by by reading honestly yeah. and by um yeah watching television watching movies any any way that i can consume story which seems counterintuitive because you're like that's your job and now you're doing it on your free time to like refill your well and feel better but it does um a lot of times inspiration for me will strike when i'm reading something else mm-hmm. or when i'm watching something else wow so like for for example like outlander it's like okay i really like jamie and claire so what if I made Jamie a witch hunter and Claire a witch? What would happen? And Serpent of was born, you know, like, so that, that is how I, that's how I feed the writer by reading other people's work and watching other people's work. Wow. Wow. Where can people go to find out more information about you and give you some love? Um, I am exclusively on Instagram. Um, 
And it's just my, it's my name. Uh, my handle is at Shelby Maharan, and it's spelled exactly the way it looks on the book. I love it. Please come back to the show anytime in the future. The door is always going to be open for you. Thank you. This was great. I really love talking to you. Thank you. Will you be brilliant today? Okay, Shelby? Okay, I'll try. Thank you. Bye.